Will Bitcoin fall to 10k USD? I thought this would be a relevant blog topic as many PPE brokers I'm acquainted with also invest in trade and cryptocurrencies as a side hustle. While many Bitcoin and cryptocurrency investors have generally been hopeful, due to the very long consolidation we are in after this year's crash, and dire drought for a positive breakout indication, for some, the FUD, fear, uncertainty and doubt, is starting to set in. More specifically, there has been a lot of thought about a head and shoulders pattern and also the death cross of the 200 megaamperes moving average, line. Yesterday I met up with a low-profile crypto whale whom I've known for some years, who has been accumulating and mining BTC since early days when online gamers exchanged Bitcoin for in-game items, and I asked him his thoughts on this matter. His thoughts were interesting. Picture, the head and shoulders pattern identified on the BCUS chart, which, should this materialize, Hints at a support around 9,500 to 10,000. Source, investing.com. Article can be found here. What's different between the crypto market crash of 2021 versus previous market crashes of 2020, 2017, 2013? A well-read person who's constantly updated with market affairs, this crypto whale pointed out that the Bitcoin crash of 2021 is very much unlike previous crypto market crashes. The key difference between the macroeconomics of this year's cryptocurrency market crash is that this time around, many large financial institutions are involved. Much more is at stake. Therefore, like other markets that the institutional investors are involved in, expect, more, market making to happen. We've already seen that, haven't we? Picture, Forbes.com article snippet on increases of institutional participation in cryptocurrency. Article can be found here. The biggest Bitcoin market crashes in history. Just to provide some reality to the situations we face in the crypto market these days and back then, it's quite a world of difference. Back then, it really was quite the wild wild west. No, the crypto industry has much more mature issues to deal with than the mere enforcement issues of then. Picture, the homepage of the Silk Road website, which describes how the site has been seized by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, U.S. Department of Justice, FBI, Homeland Security Investigations, Europol, and Eurojust. Silk Road used to be a portal for which drugs were sold and transacted in Bitcoin. It's also interesting to note that there were so many linked cases where investigation agents had misappropriated large sums of money amidst the fund seizures. June 2011, minus 99%. Mt. Gox, the largest Bitcoin exchange in the world by far, got hacked for millions of dollars worth of Bitcoins. Within a day, the value of a Bitcoin fell a penny. August 2012, minus 56%. The crash was linked to the arrest and imprisonment of a fraudster that had misappropriated 700,000 bitcoins via a modern-day Ponzi scheme. April 2013, minus 83%. Mt. Gox got hacked again and was forced into a shutdown. Silk Road also got shut down. Silk Road was a platform where drug and human trafficking took place in the denomination of bitcoin. These sent prices from nearly $260 to $50. December 2013, minus 50%. China banned Bitcoin. It's kinda ironic how Chinese investors remain as some of the world's biggest BTC holders. December 2017 December 2018, minus 84%. BTC peaked near US $20,000, but due to hacks on Korean exchanges, fear set in and the bubble burst. Falling down to about US $6,000. March 2020, minus 50%. COVID-19. Due to stock markets around the world getting badly hit, Many crypto holders probably had to divest their crypto to cover their other bad positions. Price fell from above $10,000 in February to below $4,000 in March. May 2021, 
minus 53%. The enormous Bitcoin bull run as we all know came to an end when the huge twat slash turd slash douchebag called Elon Musk recalled his words on accepting Bitcoin payments at Tesla due to environmental concerns. This was then followed up by the usual rehashed FUD from China about their, useless, Bitcoin ban, and their continued crackdown efforts on mining activities in China. Picture, Forbes article with the headline saying that El Salvador will be the first nation to make Bitcoin a legal tender. In the process, every adult will be gifted with 30 US dollars in Bitcoin. Full article can be found here. What does institutional investment in cryptocurrency markets in 2021 mean for the, NEAR, future of Bitcoin? Most people do not doubt that the price of Bitcoin will hit US $100,000, or even US $300,000 in the next 12 months. However, many investors are worried if it will fall from current levels of around US $30,000 to US $10,000. This crypto whale I spoke to, had the following ideas. Greater than if the financial institutions are involved with cryptocurrencies with a total in the billions, which is not at all easy to transfer between exchanges and to liquidate, the delays alone in such activities create price supports. Greater than. Greater than but think about this. If their corporate and client portfolios are so deep into cryptocurrency, do you think they will let BTC fall? Look at all the recent bounces between 30k and 35k. Greater than. Greater than market making. Just a 5k or 10k movement, happening again and again, is already enough for these institutions to make money in the short term. Greater than. Greater than. Greater than. Greater than anonymous crypto whale. Bitcoin keeps dropping. What if Bitcoin really falls to $10,000? And here's another insight. Greater than in the very unlikely incident that BTC does fall to $15,000 or $10,000, it would be a very good price to buy in. $10,000 will be the new 3K and you will never see this price in a very long time, and it will pump back up into a full-scale bull run almost instantaneously. FYI, during the previous crashes, I never sold a single Bitcoin. If you don't sell, you can't lose. Greater than. Greater than anonymous crypto whale. I'm not sure about you, but these were very reassuring feedbacks for me that I thought I'd share with you. Better ways to hold Bitcoin. If you are also holding on to Bitcoin, or any cryptocurrency for that matter, I think that a better prospect is to do yield farming. Yield farming is essentially providing liquidity for decentralized exchanges to operate, and getting a percentage reward, in the proportional amount to your participation in return. It is kind of like being a small-time money changer. You may have heard of the term proof-of-stake before. This is where it comes into use. All you need to do is to stake a pair of equal-value amounts of cryptocurrencies you currently own to the decentralized exchange, such as PancakeSwap or Uniswap. As a receipt for your participation, which you also require to recall the liquidity you provided at any time, you will receive LP tokens, which is short for liquidity provider tokens. The gist of yield farming is to collect interest in the form of more token during a market downturn, so that by the time the market is recovers, even if there was no further gain, your investment capital would have grown due to the more tokens you now own. The most conservative, sickface. The most stable forms of yield farming would be for crypto pairings of any of the stable coins, coins pegged to the USD, such as USDT, DAI, BUST, USDC. Due to the zero risk of price fluctuation against the USD, the returns are small, but respectable. The picture below is a screenshot of privacy swap. I'm personally invested in one of the higher yield pairings in this project and will be holding for the long term. You can find more videos of that on my YouTube playlist here. 
Picture, privacy swap DeFi yield farming vaults for USDC bust and USDT bust stablecoin pairings offer approximately a 4.9% annual percentage yield, APY. Access it here. You're welcome to contact me if you need help. The semi-adventurous. As opposed to the earlier stable example, a semi-adventurous approach to yield farming would be to have one of the two currencies in the pairing to be a variable, while the other is a stablecoin. In a bull market, gain is only limited to the one currency that is variable. In a bear market, the loss of value in the LP token is only restricted to the variable currency. Below in the picture are some top popularity examples from PancakeSwap, the world's biggest decentralized exchange on the Binance blockchain, which has a daily trading volume of 300 million US dollars at the time of this writing. Picture, examples of top popularity yield farms on PancakeSwap with an annual percentage rate, APR, of as high as 231.77%. PancakeSwap can be accessed here. You're welcome to contact me if you'd like some guidance on getting started. The Adventurous, Starstruck. This approach to yield farming has the most upside potential, at the same time, the greatest downside risk, because both currencies in the pair are variable. In bull markets, this would present the greatest gain, as both currencies in the pairing can appreciate. In a bear market, you can say the loss will be compounded. Below is one of the higher yield but higher risk pairings that I'm also invested in on Robinhood Swap. I also recently did a detailed guide on yield farming on this platform. You can watch that video here. Picture, screenshot from Robinhood Swap. The official APR is 462%, but based on compounding once daily, you can even achieve an annual percentage yield of 9,947.6%. Watch my detailed YouTube guide here. Best way to invest in higher risk DeFi yield farming pairings while minimizing risk. As you now understand from the previous section, yield farming pairs which are double variable have the greatest upside potential, but also the greatest risk. The very obvious way to mitigate your risk and maximize your upside potential is to enter during market bottoms. This current time for instance, is a market bottom and is therefore a best time to enter. We'll just leave it as that for this post, without getting far too technical. If any of you reading this is interested in DeFi yield farming, or even, creating a coin or even blockchain for an existing online or offline business of yours, you're welcome to write me at the contact page. Apart from PPE, I have also been helping some traditional businessmen put together crypto projects with trusted developers and cybersecurity specialists I know, cool face.